Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. Well, the good news is, I'm scooting this over. <laughs> the good news is that I knew about tonight. If you were here the last time I had to do this, <laughs> the last time I had to do this <clears throat> was a different kind of night. <laughs> well, I was unaware, but today I'm very aware of my surroundings. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we got, we got quite a few people out here tonight. That's good proud of you guys. (laughs) So tonight's going to be a good night. So we're going to pray first, and then we're going to get started. Look at these kids all here (laughs) coming to learn the word. That's good. Praise the Lord. Even Isaiah is here. My son, when he comes to church, he's looking for two kids always, Alex and Isaiah. But really, the only one he's looking for is Isaiah. And he knows when Isaiah is not here, and he lets me know all about it, <laughs> which he's usually here. <laughs> and so he said, even Isaiah. <laughs> so, so that's just their little buddies, and they have their own little buddies downstairs. That's the good thing about coming to church, bringing your kids. Your kids get to know other kids in church, and they grow up together. So when they go through things, they have church together. To hold them with it or hold together. I was like that growing up. I had friends in church and we even did things we weren't supposed to be doing together. <laughs> and then we went to church together. But hey, we're, we're following God now that we're grown. They're doing something for God. I'm doing something for God. And so it sticks. Even when it looks like it's not going to stick, it sticks. <laughs> and so praise God. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight. Thank you that you're going to illuminate our spirits, that we'll see things that we've never seen before, that you'll help us grow in the things of God and in your word. This night, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm excited. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about tonight, and uh, you know how us women do. We just kind of ponder things and think about things, think about life, you know. All the ups and downs of life, or you know, and I was thinking about just ministry and the years of ministry, and um, you just think of coming from that building to this building and the faithfulness of God. And I was thinking about how coming into this building, we were still at the old building, and I was just thanking God that I know His voice. That may not mean anything to you. But that means a lot to me. I believe it means something to you. But you know what? I just, as I thought about it, you know, coming into the new building, you know, we had two payments now. And I mean, we had parents. We had people saying, well, (laughs) you probably want to think about that one. Or, you know, you don't, which is good wisdom. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) So we weren't pushing the wisdom aside. But there just comes a point where it's like, God, you either said it or you didn't. 
that's kind of, that's where we were. And uh, I remember him telling me, uh, I can't afford to do it, but I can't afford not to do it. I remember sitting with our pastors across the table at a restaurant, and I mean, you guys didn't even know about this building yet. And we're, we're getting wisdom, like, what do you think we should do? You think this is good? You know, we need you in our corner, and so, you know, anything you got for us, this is how we feel God's leading us, and this is what God's doing, and, and um, he, I remember him telling our pastors, like, well, you know, just, I can't afford it, and he said, you know, I don't have all kinds of thousands of dollars in the bank like we did for the first time around. It's nice when you have a cushion, <laughs> in case you heard wrong, <laughs> but um, this time we had to make We didn't either know that God said it or God didn't. And so we're over here now. And I knew that God told told us uh, that you'll have to take care of both payments or the old building. It'll be six months. And I wasn't real vocal until it was getting, sometimes I would start, let that out of my mouth. Because, you know, if if it didn't happen, then, and if I didn't say it, it'd be okay. Because you wouldn't know. (laughs) Well, then I started thinking, you know what? God told me that, and I know God told me that. And so I started getting kind of bold with it, and I thought, dear Lord, you better make sure this is right. (laughs) But sure enough, right to like the week before, or like the week of six months, I was like, there you are, Lord. I was like, "I, I knew you said that. So those of you, if you may not know, we have somebody that is getting the loan right now in the process of getting a loan to buy that building, to buy it. So it's free and clear off of us. No more burden. Because when someone leases, you still have the burden of a building. <laughs> you know, something goes wrong, they're going to call you. <laughs> you know? No more consumers. So that's a big weight that's lifted off that helps, helps you do more ministry, not just taking care of what you got to take care of. <laughs> And so uh, they're getting ready, I think, in next year, in January. Um, they'll be, oh, well, then again. See, just in a few hours, it switches again. <laughs> December 1st. Wow, that, that's this weekend. That's like two days. <laughs> yep, two days. See, it just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> so I said all that to say, as I was thinking about it, I just, when you, we talked to different people and things, if you really knew that God told you to do something, you would do it, wouldn't you? But a lot of times we doubt, did God really say that? Because I can, I can go to him or he can come to me. And if, if you're someone that's pretty good at your word, most you do what you say you're going to do, you know, someone's going to believe you. So if he comes and tells me something, I can trust him, like, all right, you told me you're going to do that, and I know that you do what you say you're going to do. Most of the time, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And so I can trust him because I can see him, and he's done it for me before, so I can trust it. (laughs) Well, God, I can't see God. But he has given us something that is better than seeing the person next to me. It's better than seeing that chair. 
sitting on that chair because I see it and I know it's there. But that's how real God is. And that's how sure you can be when God tells you something. It'll happen. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's in God's word, he didn't give us this Bible just to be a good read. Like, this is a great book. I've had people tell me that. This is a really good book. I'm like, oh, is it? (laughs) I'm like, it is a great book. (laughs) Good to read. No, it's good to live by. So, I just saw, you know, like, there's so many things in life that you probably say, I would do it if I knew that God told me to do it. I'd move. I'd go to that job. I would accept that promotion. I would do this. I would step out and do this in ministry if I knew God told me. And so we're just going to look in the word tonight. Because when I hear people say uh, to know God's voice, that just simply means training my spirit to know God's voice. Because you're not going to hear God by your natural senses, if that makes sense. But God's going to talk to you spirit to spirit. Praise the Lord. As I look at my son, it just kind of made me laugh. You guys just love kids. <laughs> so I'm going to be kind of all over, and if it's too much, and you're like, dear Lord, I can't keep up with this and try to find all these, just close your Bible, and you can listen. Because that's the, the most important thing. You can go find a scripture later, but if you just listen, you get it in you. Praise the Lord. So we're going to start over in First Thessalonians chapter 5. my lounger up here. <laughs> you think he's lounging in a chair. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. It says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. If you look up that word sanctify, there's actually a definition that says um, unburden you. Wouldn't you just love to live life without any burdens? (laughs) Stress-free. Like, oh, I don't care about that. (laughs) But unburden you. Lift the burden off. Make you free from sin. Sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. Now, when you go over to Hebrews chapter 4, just a few pages over. I got all my marks, so it makes it a little easier. Because <laughs> I don't like getting up here and fumbling through my Bible <laughs> and finding scriptures. So I always have them marked, so it's easy for me. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful. The word... This Bible, it's not just a good book, but we're reading here and it says it is living and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. 
So the word of God is powerful. It's living. If it's living, there's scriptures in the Bible that says this, the word of God brings life. I have actually went to read my Bible. You ever felt lifeless? Daughter says no. She's not old enough. <laughs> you ever just come to the place in your life where you just feel like, I feel like I'm just going through the motions every day, just not really happy or sad, just kind of numb, lifeless. There's no real passion, no really gumption. I get up and go to work every day because I have to. Got to pay the bills. (laughs) That's what you do when you're responsible, right? (laughs) So you know what I mean. Go through the motions of life, lifeless. Have you ever been around somebody like that? Kind of like suck the life out of you. Yeah, I have been like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's actually said to me, like, can you just please not talk? (laughs) And I look at him like, you need to get out of here. No, (laughs) I'm just going to let loose. I'm just kidding. But the Bible says that the word of God brings life. It brings color to you. It brings healing, and it brings health. It restores that which is gone. Full of life to live for God. It's a lot easier to hear God (laughs) when you're full of life. When you're dreadful and you can't find life in life, it's really hard to hear God. We've all been there. Or when you're miserable, it's hard to hear God in all the muck, in all the mud. So when we keep looking here, so we know there's a spirit, soul, and body. So I have a mind that thinks all kinds of things. I have a body that lets me know when it doesn't feel good and lets me know when it's okay. But I have a spirit on the inside of me that can be attentive to God and can be attentive to the things of God. And this spirit of God or spirit on the inside of me can actually get trained by me to listen to God. And so it looks like this. He asked who in here is born again or who in here is saved. If you've ever come to church or you didn't even have to be in church, Ask Jesus into your heart. Now I'm going to heaven. So a lot of us, we know, we, we can think back when that day was. You may not know the exact day, time, and year, and all that, but you can think back, yeah, I was a kid, or yeah, that was just a few years ago. Maybe it was here in our church. Isn't that awesome? But you can think back to that day. But then there's this span of time. Uh, I think a lot of us think, well, it's just automatic. If I'll just go to church on Sunday, I'll be a good Christian. <laughs> if, I, if I just read my Bible maybe once a month or, you know, here and there, if I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, I'll, I'll be okay. But how many of us have found out that that really doesn't work? It just doesn't work. 
because life comes. And you know how they say that saying, uh, when it rains, it pours? <laughs> that can be on the good side or the bad side. But life comes, and life doesn't come when it's good for you. Life comes whenever it wants to because there is a devil. And the Bible says that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anything in your life, anything that makes you happy, anything that brings life to your life, he's coming to take. So that's just a fact. But we've been given the word of God. And we can know God's voice. And some people say talking to God, we call it prayer. We're just going to, it's just communicating with God. Getting God's advice. Do I need to make this move? Where are you on this, God? Do I have you on my side? God's always on your side. Let me just make that clear. He's on your side no matter what. He is. Even if you make a bad choice in life or make a wrong move, you didn't mess God up. And you didn't thwart the plan of God. You maybe altered it a little bit. God's still got a plan. And he'll still keep you straight. But we have to look to God. If we don't look to God, we never find our purpose out of the mud. And so we know <clears throat> that our spirit is what talks to God, and God's going to talk to us through our spirit. And so when you look over to, um, I'm just going to refer, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, talks about cultivating your own salvation. So that means I have to work at this. It's not just automatic. If I just go to church, which is a really good thing for us to do because we learn about God, but there's a whole week in between. You come Wednesday night, but then there's, a, there's days in between all of this, and if you miss or, you know, work or things are going on, then there's time in between. And so you, you got to know how to live for God, how to hear God, and how to do the word. Because he can't follow God for me. We're married, and so the plan of God has been joined together. But there's still things that God's called me to do that he's not going to do. And there's things that God's called him to do that I'm not doing. Because he didn't tell me to do that. You know what I mean? Specific things. So the same goes for you. Like when I went to Bible school, he couldn't go to Bible school for me when God said go to Bible school. I had to hear God and follow what he said. But as I did that and stepped out on what I believed that God told me, then my life started coming together. <laughs> then I met him. Well, first I got trained <laughs> for ministry, but in the process, I met my husband, and now there's three kids, and now there's like 20-some years later, you know, and life has unfolded. But if I didn't hear God, it'd look a whole lot different. But yet in that, God can make good of it. 
You see what I mean? As I continually look to God, God straightens it. And so what happens to a lot of people is they give their life to Christ and they stop right there. But God wants us to keep growing spiritually. We grow naturally, but we we train our spirits to hear and be led by the Spirit of God. So we follow the Word, and we follow what He says. So I'm going to go over to James chapter 1, and we're going to look at what this looks like. Let's go to verse 21, where it says, Receive the word that is able to save your souls. So the word of God, when I listen to the word of God, when I'm reading the word of God, it's able to save my soul. So we talk a lot about um, meditation around here. Because whatever you think on is what's going to come out of your mouth. But if I'm in the word long enough, I begin to think like the word. Does that make sense? So whatever I'm around long enough, I'll begin to talk like it. But whatever I talk like is what I've been thinking on. So that goes to, you've ever been around a negative person? (laughs) That you find yourself being (laughs) negative, (laughs) finding everything that's negative? Well, the Bible tells us what to think on, and it's not think on the negative. But yet, how, it's so easy to do that, isn't it? To find what's wrong. We do that about ourselves, and then we view everything like that. But no, it can change the way we think, what we meditate on. And it can save us by that. Because we begin to train our spirits, whatever we're thinking on. You are made in God's image. Verse 22, it says, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. So you have an opportunity every week when you come to church to be a doer. I have an opportunity every week to be a doer because I hear the word every week. And you may not like the word all the time, Because sometimes it rubs because we're not doing that. And so it rubs us like, well, I don't really want to do that. Well, then we're just making a choice to be a hearer but not a doer. But the blessing comes when we do the word. So we don't hurt anybody. Well, you can hurt, I guess, your children if you're not doing the word. You can hurt those around you by not doing the word. <clears throat> I was going to say you don't hurt anybody, but that's not true. The more I follow the word, the more blessed they are. So it's a huge responsibility when you think about following God. And how I follow the word is what they see. And then they, they will follow after me. So it's really important. It's a big deal. But we make the choice, am I going to listen to God? And so this is like the first 
way of listening and hearing God's voice is the Word of God. But if I'm in the Word, just kind of, you may say, well, it's rare when I'm in the Word. I've been there. You get busy. And you think, when do you want me to do this? <laughs> like talking to God. You have to make a sacrifice of time. And it, it's true. You may have a habit of watching TV. You come home from work or, you know, I understand taking a break so don't get <laughs> Or I understand watching movies and just vegging out. Hey, we, you just have those nights or those days or maybe your day off, whatever. But you can't let it become a habit consistently where all I do, I'm just feeding on the TV, feeding on movies, feeding on going out. But I'm not feeding on the word at all. Because the word is going to help me do the word. It helps fulfill the hunger that is in me for God. And it helps me hear the voice of God. Because every time God talks to you, it will be according to his word. He will remind you of his word. The other day, I, we are believing God just for like finances and just some things. For our church, just different things. So, I, you know, there's things that I declare every day. <clears throat> and I had like one scripture. And I wasn't really getting into the word for finances and like just feeding on it. That specifically. But I was stirring myself up every day. Just on the faithfulness of God. So, I mean, I'm doing things. But then God told me. I heard the voice of God. God said, you need to get in the word. That's all great and good, but it's faith in my word. My word is what brings that to pass. It brings it about. And I was like, you're right. I know that. (laughs) It's your word. But I have to be in it, in that area. I can be in it all over here, you know, because there's all kinds of things in the word. But it doesn't help me in my faith for finances. I had like one scripture, which is good, but I knew what God was saying. You need to dig deeper and get it more in you. And so I've been doing that. But see how God will just, God will direct you. That's that voice of the Holy Spirit. He'll direct you. But how you learn that voice, it starts right here. And so if you never find time for the word, you won't hear God's voice. You'll always just feel like you're off or missing it or you'll get frustrated. I just can't hear God. Just fine-tune it. Narrow that time down. And believe me, it's going to be tough if you haven't done it because the devil steals your time with just things and stuff. All well and good things in your life. And so you got to make a sacrifice. So with me, it's either I'm up early or I'm up late. So I really like, I like early in the morning, but I really like, for some reason, I tend to do late at night when everybody's asleep. It's just quiet. I'm, in, I'm praying, talking to God. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for this church, the plan of God for this church. Just being faithful to do it. Does it sacrifice my time? Yep. 
because there's some mornings I'm really tired and I don't want to talk to anybody. And so I just have to check up, <laughs> you know. It's, it's a sacrifice on my flesh. But it pays rich dividends in my life because I see the faithfulness of God, the faithfulness of God continually by listening to his voice. And so to train our spirits, number one, we have to meditate on the word of God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says to meditate and observe to do it. So anytime, anytime you're going to meditate on the word, you are growing. You can just take one scripture and you'll grow. One scripture every day. If you just took one scripture every day and just think on it throughout the day, get it in you, you grow. Number two, we have to practice the word. Practicing the word of God. Observe. The Bible says observe to do it. Observe just means stop. Be careful. Make sure that I'm doing it. In this world and in this, in this life that we live, everything is so hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Just get it done. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how you treat somebody. Just get, get the job done. <laughs> that is not the way of God. And so you have to totally disconnect from the world. And that may seem really wild and crazy, totally disconnecting. When my kids go to school every day, I've said this before, they're in school hours every single day where they're getting filled and flooded with all kinds of words and new terminology and things I don't like for them to be around and hear and but that's the world that we live in. So if I just take, like, well, I'm just going to take them out of school because I don't want them to be around it. My <laughs> I have a daughter that would love for me to homeschool her. <laughs> so when, if Miss Jacqueline starts homeschooling, she may <laughs> have to do my other daughter. No, <laughs> she's always like, Mom. She was having some trouble, I think it was last year, with some girls. And she was like, Mom, that's why you should just teach me. And I'm like, oh, no, sister, you don't want that. <laughs> you would rather have your teacher at school. <laughs> She's so much smarter than me. <laughs> but every day she would come, and come home and say that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Now we don't hear it. But <laughs> she has a good teacher, and she's doing well this year. But she just shook her head again. <laughs> like, yes. But they're getting filled and flooded with all kinds of stuff every day. If I don't put the word in them, they won't stand. And so, this is our last one we'll look at. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, will guard our heart and our minds through Jesus. We want our heart guarded, and we want our mind guarded. Because junk doesn't get in when it's guarded. 
It says, finally, brethren, in verse 8, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, are pure, are of good report, if there's any virtue in anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard saw in me, those do. So you always have a move to make. We just saw that God said, don't fret. Don't be anxious for anything. But let my peace, just trust in me. Let that peace guard your heart and guard your mind. Well, that's not real easy to do sometimes when the pressure is right there. (laughs) And so I just have to stay in the word. So it's like a checkered board. The checkers, you know, you got to move, then the opponent's got to move, and then you got to move, and then they make a move. Well, life is that way. Our walk with God is that way. We're always wanting God to make a move. But a lot of times God's waiting on us to make a move, and then he'll move. And the move a lot of times is the word. Just getting in the word and reminding him of the faithfulness of his word. So we just stay close to the word, and it helps us to hear and know God's voice. And as you begin to do that, you'll begin, you know, you're praying to God for direction, and then you'll find yourself following things. You'll just hear things inside, and you'll think, that, that is God's voice. That's that Holy Spirit telling me what to do. Amen. And so we'll just stop there. <laughs> keep, you here all, keep you here all night. But we'll just talk more. You know, we got weeks ahead. <laughs> but learning the voice of God. It's crucial in this day and in this hour. You got to know when to go somewhere and when to not. So you got to check on the inside. You don't have to get in fear, but just knowing God's voice and that he's got my back. He's on my side, and I know his voice. Praise God. So we'll just pray. Father, we just thank you for the word of, word of God tonight. Lord, I thank you that we are the endurers of your word, not just hearers only. I thank you, Lord, that as we increase in our knowledge and our revelation, that you are filling and flooding us. Father, I thank you that we know your voice, and a stranger's voice we do not know, and that we follow after you and your word. And therefore, we are blessed and we live well. We thank you that our church is blessed, that we have a full supply. Thank you that our homes are blessed in every way. Our marriages are blessed and our bodies. We are living well. In Jesus' name, amen. Subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.